Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Welcome to Mystic Souls Power Hour. Uh, today is January the 17th, 2022. Just basic current events going on again on the uh, Sadistic Souls. I mean, there's so much going on in our country now to talk about that, we, you know, we just do what we do and meet up where we meet up. I mean, got an email today. It's like, how do I get to know anybody if I don't know anybody? <laughs> We we contact you people when they we check you out and we contact you either way, either let you know you're sorry you're not sadistic soul material or uh uh hey we'll take you in can you meet us someplace pretty simple uh seems more guys getting turned away for drugs and uh lots of hard drugs drugs lots of them once they get in the club and we get to know them and they're a pocket full of dope i mean obviously you're not aryan nation material and then uh, mostly women you know a guy's old lady says he can't join and then they just don't then they quit coming around because well i guess once they realize that we all know these old ladies the boss you don't want them so i mean that's Drugs and women is your main two um, reasons to lose guys. And of course, once in a while, one of them will commit a crime, but that ain't in an act for the Aryan nation. It's just something he's done on his own personal uh, stuff. And, you know, so, so, you know, he winds up in jail. I mean, you can't mind a guy's personal business 24 7. He is his own person. I mean, we all do what we do. And, uh, I mean, if you do something to get yourself in a little bit of trouble, well, I mean, it ain't on us. We didn't tell you to do nothing. We don't want anybody to do any type of crime. Uh, I mean, we, we even preach hard about, uh, you know, you can't go looking for trouble when you go out on the town. You got to relax and wait for trouble to come knocking on your door. I mean, that's just the only way we can operate in this day and time. I mean, you know, look, I mean, not even your uh, unions anymore can get away with anything. I mean, they used to uh, strike and they'd get a picket line going out front and they would not let anybody pass. I mean, they'd stop the trucks from going in and out. They'd, they'd turn them over on their sides. They'd pull the guys out and whoop their asses. You know, and then now it's come to a peaceful demonstration where they can stand around a burning fire can with their strikes on and march in a circle and that's all they can do. But yeah, Black Lives Matter can pull people out of the cars, beat them the crap out of them, and you know push them around through their crowd where they're outnumbered 100 to one, and then uh, not to mention the burning, the looting, and everything else. You imagine if some of these uh, union workers, when they went on strike, started going back to the old days, doing just like what BLM does, you know, yanking people out of their cars, turning cars over. 
hell back in the day they didn't go as far as to set them on fire but even if they went to setting them on fire today there would be criminal charges filed against those union workers i don't know how uh black lives matter gets away with it in, in these other uh cities like seattle and the chop zone i mean what the hell is the chop zone why the hell are they allowed to even have this going on in the middle of a city in the middle of america that i mean that's great uh, it just keeps getting worse and worse and they're allowing these guys to do it and then to top it off you know i hate to pick either party so i mean you can't he can't, you know i i'm not um I, I don't pick either way so um but damn it makes a guy want to lean towards the republican party after uh, and well, Trump in office. I mean, everything. Look how cheap our gas was, and then Donald, and then this uh, Biden administration comes in and wipes all that out. Everything was rolling smooth, and uh, and then he comes in and wipes all this out, takes away the jobs for the pipeline, letting China in on shit. I mean, what the hell? And then here we are. Ah. Uh, I don't get it. I don't get it. It's not like they're for our country. And when they get these guys on interviews, they don't want to ask no questions. As Vice President Karma Harris wants to laugh and giggle like she's meeting a boyfriend in high school. I mean, come on, man. This is America we're talking about. We're the citizens. We voted those people in. They're building a, a wall around the White House. Uh, I don't know. Some, but, uh, it just seems funny that they got to go to this extreme when the Republicans were the, the underdog in the beginning and they these guys just were going to take them out. And Donald Trump was a big loser, but then he beat Hillary Clinton and holy shit, shit hit the fan. I mean, like the fucking fireworks. We all seen it for four years, nonstop, man, snapping and popping. And now, uh, now it's just a stack deck or Democrats and they, they, you know, well, barely stacked, just enough to barely win if they wanted to. But then, unfortunately, even the bills they want to pass, some of their people won't even. No, that's no good. And now you're hearing, and I like to watch a lot of alternative news because I see what else is going on on here. I'll be son of a bitch if you know alternative news ain't really talking these Democrats down, and then it's like. They're the real story, but you know, it's like when you go to court, you got your story and the other guy's story, the state's attorney's story. And, and the judge sits there and listens to two of the biggest bullshit stories he can imagine because both sides is doing everything to make himself look good. And uh, <laughs> so, you know, he's got to listen to the two of his biggest bullshit stories you can imagine. But a judge hears it all and make a decision. Well, that's just the same thing. Uh, but these, I mean, we, we're stuck with the Republicans. I mean, we got our Democrats, whoever's office when they're fucking us. I mean, we're going to have to find some guys out there on our own to just put on the ballot and everybody for them. I, they say old white men, but I think it's not the old white men. It's just the old politicians all together. You know, 
you got her both sides of the story and Democrats are just saying Trump's bad, Trump's bad, Trump's bad. They can't leave Trump bad alone. But but that I mean, look at our economy and everything while they're saying this. And uh I'm beginning to think Trump wasn't so bad. I I mean America was thriving for those four years, man. I I gotta give them that. And it wasn't nothing Obama to me. It'd be the first year, if anything. That's like I give uh, Donald Trump credit for the first year when our economy was still doing great. But after that pipeline shut down, man, everything went to hell. And then they sh- they were talking about shutting the other pipeline down that comes down through Canada on the East Coast. Man, wh- what's that going to do? And that's a lot of union jobs. I mean, we're talking, you know, from heavy equipment to welders. Uh, and when all those guys ain't got a job, they move them out onto other jobs for construction sites and shit like that. Your heavy equipment operators, but but your poor old welders and pipe fitters and uh, guys like that, I guess they just got to start their own HVAC business. But hell, what's a town going to look like with 500 HVAC businesses? Who are you going to call? You know, every one of them's a union, ex-union worker. Every one of them is going to probably do you a good job. They all need money. They're all trying to do something. They got to work and live and feed their kids. I mean, you know, I I, I can't knock a, a, a factory that's not union. But boy, I tell you, a unionized factory is a, a smoother running machine. It, the people are more well taken care of. I grew up in a family. My dad was a union worker. And when I got out of prison, I was in a place in Janesville, Wisconsin, and, uh, you know, it was like just a couple days before my 90 days was up and I would become a full-time worker that uh, these guys were getting ready to strike. And, oh, man, I was, I was huge, man. I got out of prison. I was benching 405. I looked like somebody could really beat you up. And, uh, you know, this old man comes up to me. He's a union worker. And, he's, and it's mostly women there too that work there, not men. It's it was uh, a fabric factory, and uh, this old man Al, he says, "Hey Mel, he says, if we strike, you're not going to try to cross the picket line, are you?" I said, "Look, man, I wouldn't cross a picket line if you paid me." I said, "I grew up in a union family." I told him, "I said, if nothing else, you guys, I'll quit my fucking job and drag a grill down there." with i like all you guys while you're out there walking your circle with your sign i'll be cooking burgers for all of us you know like hell yeah mel did uh uh, i passed the drug test but it was too clean and they determined that too many of the tests were too clean and when they were second checking them it was the people were turning up dirty i didn't get a chance at a second shot because they determined they was going to quit doing that because it was costing too, too much money. So if you pissed too clean, you just didn't get a job. And so, uh, well, I pissed too clean. I just didn't get the job and get off of that. And then so uh, uh, I moved on to a different place to work. Yeah, man. Uh, I would never cross a union. Uh, picket line. I don't want to be a scab. 
and I, like I said, I believe too much in the union to uh, to do that. I mean, it's it's really a good thing if if you can uh, live somewhere where, where you can get in a company that has a union. That would be their best bet. But it's really, you know, then these days a lot of those unions are getting kind of weak because their union stewards are weak. They won't stand up and say "fuck you" to the company man or the old boys. They do that. They weren't scared to fight. I mean, the last fifty years, man, we've really raised some pussies. I mean, really changed the way kids look. You know, I, I don't know. Maybe they that we've raised pussies. I, I just think that a lot of people bit off way more than they can chew. They've gotten credit card debt. They've bought that new house. They got the big fancy car. And now we got a strike. What? I can do that. I owe too much money. I'm going to lose everything. You know, and rather lose, take a chance at losing everything. I mean, you might strike one day. Depends on how many guys don't show up for work. A lot of these unicorns ain't tough like that no more. They ain't going to take it gamble they ain't gonna try to lose everything man they're gonna okay they're gonna s- s- curl up in a ball and fucking take the beat in the long run when the company starts seeing the wind like that they start taking advantage of you now then they you start getting less and less instead of staying even the company gets more and more so i mean yeah it ain't good but I mean, really, if you can get a good, strong union, there's a few of them out there still. But like I said, they're all starting. Uh, even the Teamsters are getting weak these days. When those guys, you didn't want to. I remember a time, time Teamsters, last thing you wanted to mess with, they'd kill you and sh- ship you off like fucking. Uh, oh, crap. What's his name? Started the union. But anyway. Uh, Yeah, man. Unions were a good thing. But anyway, we'll move on to something else in the news. Uh, I, you know, I ever keep looking at this alternative about Nancy Pelosi, the boot, or Nancy Pelosi going to jail. And I, but I watched the full news feed, and I, and I don't, and I don't see it. But I get the feeling Nancy Pelosi might be going to jail, and. Uh, then you got the rest of the fellas out there that like to raise hell. I mean, I watched one today. They're talking about um, Joe Biden and, and uh, somebody to some ladies already got a, an impeachment drawn up on him, got impeachment drawn up on Kamala Harris. And I believe they got impeachment or not impeachment, but taken down the Speaker of the House, uh, Nancy Pelosi on the crimes, too. But I'm not seeing what it is. Uh, so, I mean, they're all in trouble, whatever they're doing. It, it's, uh, you know, just going to be interesting to see and talk about like Watergate. Imagine the guys back then, if they podcast and stuff like this, when the Watergate was going on, with the type of uh, guys that could get on and give their own opinion or, or uh, do a podcast like this. Oh, man. It had been crazy. And then you got everybody that's for them and everybody that's against them. The social media back then. Oh, boy, it would have been straight crazy. 
I'd like to seen something like that. I mean, it was pretty nuts with the newspaper. And even back then, you know, it seemed like it was a better time. I mean, the news uh, channels, they was more poker, straight-faced news, no opinionated news. You know, when, when, it, when they talked about the presidents, it wasn't like, I'm in favor for this one, so you should vote for him too. No, no, no. They just talked about the president, what they won, and who made the most progress, and that was that. I mean, I'm talking like old Walter Conkright news. Uh, shit, they didn't even let women on the news floor back then. And uh, so it was all these men. And you got straight poker face news. There's no opinion to it. And it didn't even make it sound like an opinion. It was just the newscaster. And so uh, but I believe that's what we need to go back to today is the that type of news i mean these guys are pushing these kids to the far left what the schools don't get the news polishes off you know and uh nobody really everybody gets an opinion of the news and what they want you to see anymore but it's so sickening i mean um go back to the beginning when the newspaper were part and then around uh actual had good news in them and stuff that you wanted to read things that were going on in the world now it's like uh listen to what i wrote you know and then and they exaggerate it up and, and talk it into their own agenda uh, and then they turn around and use everything political and back then it just didn't seem that way it seemed like politics was politics and news news the only time politics was news is when there was a new bill coming into effect, when a hard vote went on the floor, uh, war was going down, the president was doing different things. I mean, just straight stuff to be newsed on. And uh, these guys today ain't cutting it. I mean, they're getting the news out there, but what they want, what you want you to see and, and how they want you to hear it. So they can twist it and manipulate it and so that it can be used politically and i don't i don't really call that news so i go looking for good news stuff like that i mean i've seen them all and i mean right from like oh, me, alex jones all of them you know the crazy talkers to the to the most uh sobbing ass left far left ones oh my god you know I don't care if a guy stays a man or a woman. I don't care who uses what bathroom. We got your little kid in the bathroom, you know. Uh, and, uh, you know, you're sitting, he's sitting in there, your little girl, some guy standing over at the urinal is cock, you know. Shit, that's not right. I mean, and now they're even doing that shit in the schools where that little girl got raped in the school. Uh, by a transgender boy. Well, yeah, I'm imagine high school boy. You know, he'd stick his dick in anything. Goddamn, not in the tree. If it looked pretty, fucking give him a chance in the bathroom with the girl. He's, she's got her pants down. Hell, push her over and get him a shot. I could see a few teenagers trying to get away with that. I mean, they try to get away with rape. Some of them try to get away with child molesting. I mean, they all go different directions. Out which kid's gonna do what type of crime 
because they'll surprise you. I mean, I was one of those wild ass kids. Huh? You, you'd have never thought that I'd just, you know, you'd think I'd done crazier shit than I did. And I never did. Uh, mostly my problem was drinking as a minor. I like to have a lot of fun, get out and drink and party with the guys. And uh, that's where I had my big problems. Uh, but it's, you know, then I, I went to prison myself when I got involved with the orientation, I realized where I was fucking up. So I got shit to handle on shit before I got out. I had enough time to do that. And uh, when I got out, you know, everybody was your friend. So uh, you can pick and choose type of neighborhood or I guess the type of bird you want to feather with. Because, uh, I mean, at that point, it's your option if you want to get in with uh, the right type of people that may bring you down and I, I myself wanted to be with the right people and when I found the Aryan Nation I believe that to be the right people and it's hard to find Aryan Nation members out there there's a lot of people that claim Aryan Nation that ain't Aryan Nation they they don't even act like Aryan Nation you know I was talking to a new recruit and he's asking you know through the holidays he put it in and we did a background check on him and did a little contact you know, when, when, when do I get to meet somebody? When do I get to meet somebody? I'm like, man, look, it's the holidays, you know, and we're all white people. We're Christians. We like to, uh, we, we celebrate our Christian holidays, and it's it's right there with Christmas, Thanksgiving, New Year's all going on, you know. We all got our families and like to be there, and uh, we don't get a chance to answer the emails like that and make the phone calls, you know, because it's hard to meet a guy. Most guys, the same thing, to set up a date. In between, between the holidays is hard to do. Plus, get your shopping into or whatever you got to do, what you're making stuff for your family, whatever it may be. But uh, that's a, really a hard time for uh, any club or active white club, Christian club. And that's just what I told him. You know, we're Christians. You know, we we do, we do celebrate the Christian holidays. So I mean, and they're, they're all over now. So anytime if you want of course he wanted to meet me this weekend so that's what i'll be doing this weekend is uh determine if it's a saturday or sunday that the boy can make it and uh meet him up at the at the meeting spot and just have that casual visit with him i mean uh you, the only way into the club is you got to be met by a member you can't do it online you gotta shake my hand you gotta shake my brother's hand whoever meets you and he'll talk to you for a while. You guys may visit all afternoon. You may visit for an hour. It's just really on the two of you and how busy the two of you are and how far a guy drove. I mean, there's only three places in the Midwest you can meet. Northern, the mid, mid, Middle East, Midwest, and then uh, the Southern Midwest. And uh, so those guys on the East Coast and the West Coast, I mean, some of them got to drive uh, 15 hours, 16 hours, 18 hours to get here to meet one of us. But you know, that just shows your dedication. And, uh, and, and uh, you know, you're more likely to either come back or you won't. We can either, we can make a lot of observation at that point, whether we keep you around or we let you go. And then, uh, you make a lot of observation also whether you want to be involved with a club like that or you don't. And uh, 
And then at the end of the visit, we go on our way. And when, when you get home, you give me a call if you're still interested. And then we all talk. And then after a prospect period, you, you uh, get naturalized in and become a member. It's pretty easy. I mean, it ain't like you got to rob banks or kill people to get in. Uh, that You know, we used to have our phone numbers on the website. That was the biggest thing was uh, we'll call in and everybody thinks you got to kill somebody to get into the Aryan Nation. And really, I mean, you just got to do a lot of work around the clubhouse. Help, uh, I mean, you'll be serving drinks, <coughs> uh, cleaning up the mess, vacuuming the floor, wiping the tables. I mean, it is a man's club. Men has to do the men has to do the cleaning work and everything else to keep the club. So usually the prospects take care of that. It ain't like we make a big mess there. It's not. We we help clean up the mess as we go. We all kind of pitch in. I mean, some if you guys when they're talking, they may be talking business in one corner. You don't know what's going on, and they just set their beers down on their empty beer bottles or pop cans, whatever. What they're tray they was eating off of the plate down on the fucking table there and walk away talking still yeah prospect will pick that up because they're on something but uh 90 percent of the time a guy like me or the rest of us i mean when i'm done eating my shit hits the trash can i might leave a pop can or two behind every now and then but it's sure thing i just like when i was a prospect You'll get that. I'll get that can and I'll get it cleaned up. It don't have to be now, but possibly before somebody wants to sit down there, you know, and uh, get the play area wiped up just like a regular bartender, uh, soda shop, jack, whatever you want to call him. Uh, so, you know, uh, it ain't nothing serious. I mean, but we, we expect you to be that kind of a stand up guy where you're got some honor amongst you and uh you're not scared to stand up if you need to i mean you see your brother getting jumped by four guys and there's only two of you there you're not going to turn around and run and beat up with your brother i mean they got you no matter what i mean we don't push fight but when you're if you were to get jumped i mean uh you'd have to if you ran on your brother you're not much of a brother if you helped him out and tried your best to get him away from the situation, save him, well, then you're pretty much a good brother. I mean, you, I call it getting beat up together, you know? <laughs> Who just get beat up together? <laughs> yeah, they're tough. <laughs> I ain't got to run around bragging how tough I am. I can beat everybody's ass and all the other bullshit. You know, I can take an ass whipping just as well as I can deliver one. Uh, so I ain't scared to get beat up. <laughs> so, uh, you know, like I said, we can all get beat up. And uh, you never know, we might not lose. But either way, we're together. And uh, that's what true brotherhood is. I mean, we help each other out. Mostly the big thing is if I'm passing through your state or through your county and my bike breaks down or my car breaks down, I can call somebody up and you're going to come and help me out alongside the interstate and I'm going to do the same for you. 
I'll be quick to get out of bed. I don't care if it's the middle of the night. And I fire Marshall Bill. I'll land straight in my boots and out the door. And I'll be on my way. And what do you need? Do I need to bring some tools? Do I need to bring gas? Do you need a battery? Do I need a tow chain? Do I need a tow bar? Do we need to locate a trailer? Pull your vehicle back here and get it fixed. I mean, uh, when you get here, I got a place for you to sleep. It may not be the nicest, but it might be a couch and a floor. It's a warm, dry floor and a warm, dry couch, and I'll feed you now, and I'll feed you again in the morning and again when I, at lunchtime, or if you get hungry, just dig into the fridge. I mean, we're brothers. There shouldn't be no problem with my fridge. And, uh, I mean, that's just the type of guys we are. I mean, it ain't all about hating and killing and beating people up. You only do that if you absolutely act into a corner. Uh, but for the most part of it, I mean, we got our pride too, and, and we should be able to help each other out. And, uh, I mean, don't think it's just a bunch of everybody giving handouts, because it ain't. We're all a bunch of broke, dick, working-class Joes. And we all got to work for a living. So, I mean, uh, the little bit I'm helping you with is a lot to me. And the little bit you're helping me with is a lot to you. And, and, a, and a guy's sleep is his world. So if you got to get up out of bed and go help a brother, you're losing sleep and money. But it's your brother and you love him. And that's just all there is to it. And that's what you do get up and you help them out. You don't leave them sitting on the side of the fucking road. I mean, it's, you know, uh, I mean, that's just the type of guys we are. We look out for each other like that. It's the way it's supposed to be. I mean, you don't turn your back when your brother's in trouble. You don't tell him sorry about your luck when he calls you and says he's broke down. It's raining. I don't care if it's raining, it's snowing and sleeting and nasty. You go get him and you help him out. That's that's the way we do it. Once we get in the states that we got bigger chapters in, I mean, uh, those prospects meet you meet at one border and escort you to the next. All the way through the state, if that's what it may be. And uh, we're kind of lax on that a little bit. I mean. I don't want to roll in across the state line and have a bunch of fellas putting on a big show to drive me into the clubhouse when I could just drive there and show up, you know, and that's the way I prefer it. So I never let them know when I'm coming. I just stop in. Uh, they know I'm going to be there, but what time I'm taking off, if I'm fucking off on the road. You know, We like to dick around on the road and play, stop and see the sights. Uh, on the way, I mean, uh, historical markers and stuff like that. You know, you get a few, it's just fun, man. We have a good time together between us all. We don't get a lot of trouble. I mean, yeah, once in a while, you, you guy mean mugging you, you'll have that. But for the most part of it, I mean, we, we are who we are and we don't have no troubles. Um, we ain't looking for trouble. We ain't making no trouble. We ain't accepting no trouble. Uh, come looking for it, you'll get it. I mean, that's all we can say. Push me into a corner and I'll fight. I mean, I don't want to have to, but I will get on my jump one of my brothers and I'll 
I'll be here to help him out. Don't think you got to push me in a corner to, to get two or three motherfuckers off my brother's back because I'll be right there with him. Uh, it's just the way it is. Um, we do got our events. We don't really make anything mandatory anymore. Whoever can show, shows. We'd like to see you. So, I mean, nothing like visiting family. We only get together for, we try to make it one mandatory. It's going to be mandatory products because prospects are prospects. They got to be there if they want to be in the club. Uh, well, it's 730, guys, and uh, none of my brothers are here with me tonight. And uh, I've been talking this whole show. Maybe we'll uh, get a couple guys on here. I'll see if I can start. I'm, what I'm trying to do is I'm going to get another guy on here. and I'll be on here with them. And I'll have a host and a co-host and, and then me. And uh, I can watch the chat room. And, and if I can get the other guy, too, he can take it over during the week and run uh, music off of this. I haven't talked to either guy about it, but it's the ultimate plan. And if I can't get the guy I'm thinking about to do it, I'll wait and find one of the other brothers that got a little more time on their hand can do it throughout the week. And uh, maybe we can get some white power music going on this station and then get back to interviewing Mike, uh, our president, Dennis McGiffin. And... Uh, president of the TCM, James Logston, and and just right down the line like that. And then we can also uh, interview some of their uh, officers in the next few weeks. I'd like to start doing stuff like that. Uh, we could interview them. And then eventually, uh, maybe John can take over the show and another guy with me popping in every night because I don't miss a show. And I can listen to these guys interview it, and I can, uh, like I said, I can run the, the uh, chat room, or, and, and just and that way I got somebody there to open it up. And then uh, one of the, the uh, um, oh, co-host will also be a disc jock throughout the week for probably during seven to nine hours or something like that hour or so a night maybe we can get him to get some history on it and and a lot of these bands were white power bands i mean if we could locate some of these members and do a little uh, uh interview with some of them and and uh you know they played a lot of these uh white power meetings in the 80s and stuff like that I mean, they, they know guys like Dennis McGiffin and James Logs, and they, they were hanging with them on the stage. Uh, I hear all about it when I'm at the meetings with the fellas. I just love to go there and hear about that shit. You know, they talk about being right up on the stage because they're speakers and they're in between the bands. So they're, they're right backstage with all the bands that are lined up, scheduled to play, and they're, they're talking and partying with all these guys and hanging out, you know, and the most of it's for in the interest of the white power movement to, to get the morale up and rally some people in and show them that we like to have fun too. And that we do have our pride just like anybody else. I mean, we should be able to have our bands like they got rap bands and everything else. And they sing about white power. Like we, 
we like and uh fighting the fights getting prepared to stand and there's nothing wrong with it and uh and we should they want to be equal but they don't want us to be equal to them they want us to be lower than equal and that's just not right and i mean I'm not about getting out there and riding my horse through town and hanging niggers in a tree and all that other bullshit. No, I'm more about, you know, helping my brother and, and trying to bring the white race up on their feet. And I can't do it from a jail cell. So this is how we do it. I mean, we got our, our, our podcast and then we got our uh, internet where you get on our website and once you get a hold of us i mean we we got our own private chat rooms and stuff like that where we hang out and i mean it's just an awesome time with you people think you're living in a fairy tale fairy tale but there ain't nothing wrong with it i'm telling you what you can't beat it i i mean you gather, I mean, just like niggers tell white jokes and how they're going to talk about their killing whitey. I thought I'd never hear it, but I did when I was in prison. Sure shit, I heard about the racial war. I thought I had a couple new white power guys out on the on the uh, seg yard. I was going on the court. And I'll be damned when I peeked my head up over that window that morning. There was three niggers out there talking about the race war. You can't wait for it to happen. About that time is when I peeked my head up. And the next words out of their mouth was, I want everything the fucking white man's got. I'm like, holy fuck. So I just sat there real quiet because I've never heard niggers talk like that. And sure as shit, you know, those niggers talk about a race war too. So uh, uh, I don't care so much about a race war as I do my own people. And I'd like to see my own people prosper. And so, hey, guys. We're going to call this a show for tonight. Thank you for uh, stopping in and listening to our shows. Thank you for downloading them. Uh, see you next week. Hell Victory. It's been the ANSSMC Power Hour. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.